Welcome, welcome, welcome. This Greetings. is Greetings. The Wise Men. I'm Louis. I'm Demon. And I'm Jesse. Tonight, we have a very special show for you. We will be discussing the origins of humankind. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be awesome. talking about the Anunnaki, uh, some some uh, ancient Sumerian fellers, if yeah, you will. So. Uh, but before we get started with that, give us a thumbs up on our socials. Give us that little double tap, some hearts, write a review, uh, Instagram, Rumble. What's the other thing we're on? Uh, TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. Spotify. Yeah. Um, I got a, I got a few videos I got to post up on there. Still. Yeah. Follow <clears> us spacing on, it out. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. Uh, Mr. Spotify. We're on Spotify yeah. too, right? Um, okay. yeah, yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on App, iTunes, Apple iTunes, podcasts. Yeah. We're pretty uh, much on fucking everything. Yeah. So, Jesse. You have a space boner for the mm, Anunnaki. Super space boner, my friend. So why don't you point that thing at the camera right. and lead us into this bad boy? Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the origins of the Anunnaki, where they came from. So the Sumerian culture is the first culture that we see that talks about the Anunnaki. And we found the Sumerian culture about 150 years ago. We were able to start um, archaeologically finding the Sumerian cultures or all the... That's like when the discovery... The discovery of the Sumerian... discovery Right, right, right. So we found the scriptures from the Sumerian culture that talk about the Anunnaki... And I believe, I could be wrong on this, but the land of Sumer was modern-day Iraq. Am I wrong about that? Somewhere around. I believe no, that's, that's correct. I, okay. Yeah, I got that. Somewhere story. around there. Sounds about right. Um, and the, actually, the, the Sumerians invented the Zodiac, which is very interesting, too. Uh, but, so, scripture from the Sumerians and the cuneiform that we have depicted, uh, interpreted into what we were trying to, um, how do I say this? We're trying to interpret what the cuneiform is, and there's a lot of different interpretations, right? right? But Hey, weren't there some, I think the Sumerians, weren't they the first ones to be the, the first to start texts and like, Actually, supposedly, writing, you know, hieroglyphics right. and 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 right, like right, that. right, right. <laughs> so, like the first ones to kind of create the baseline of so that things. yeah, the like, Sumerian culture. How we, how we humans, you know, right. That's how we. That's how we. Cuneiform. We always roll off of history, you right? Know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the Sumerian culture is roughly, and in our knowledge, is roughly six thousand years old, from what we found with carbon dating and so on and so forth. But the the cuneiform, the depiction, actually says that the Anunnaki are the creators of the human race, which are the Sumerians. So the Sumerians are kind of just hybrids of the Anunnaki. And in the mm-hmm. cuneiform, it says that the Anunnaki arrived 450,000 years ago. And they came here, originally came here, because 
their planet's atmosphere was uh, depleting. So they were they had this method of uh, fixing their atmosphere with gold. So they came here to mine gold uh, and take it back to their planet and so on and so forth. And when they arrived, uh, the the head of the uh, Anunnaki is Anu. And the sons are Anki and I can't remember the other son's name, but Anki um, has Thing, something like that. Stuff. Yeah. Um, they came here to mine gold pretty much and they set up camp here. And of course, at the time, uh, there was uh, hominids, I guess you can say. And they took these creatures and they, or they took the hominids and they uh they they like enslaved them well right? what they did that, was they that where they with this? they made a human race they made the male they made the man first and they used him for um for as a servant pretty much and to be a slave to be a slave in the mines mm-hmm. in africa so there was Africa, which right. was like Abu, Abzbu, Abzbu, or something like that, which is interpreted as the land of the mines in Africa. And then there's Eton, which is interpreted as Eden. Mm-hmm. So the two brothers went their separate ways. Regardless, the Anunnaki came here to mine gold to save their planet. In the meantime, they made humans to as slaves. So we were created, and then... Right after they made us, they started showing companionship towards us. And this is all in cuneiform. This is all in the scripture and interpreted this way. So they made us, and then they made the males first to be slaves and caretakers and whatnot. And then they were, you know, they saw uh, compassion in us. They, They took compassion in us, and they made women to be our, and this is how the story goes. This isn't sexist, but this is how the story goes. They made women to be our <clears throat> caretakers and to take care of us. And then they allowed us to eventually procreate and uh, make babies. And there was part of the Anunnaki that weren't too happy about that. But regardless, the beginning of the Anunnaki is uh, 450,000 years ago. They came to Earth in order to mine gold to fix their their planet the 12th planet Nibiru and that's all in cuneiform mm-hmm. uh, 6,000 years ago and we found it only 150 years ago and Nibiru is represented as planet X right I believe so According there's people like there's NASA a group of people that represent that as planet X, planet <laughs> X right right but that's the that's the origin of the Anunnaki and the scriptures mm-hmm. They date back. There's many scriptures after this. There's uh, the Book of Enoch that was an ancient Hebrew scripture that talks about all this in depth as well. Very similar. And there's a lot of other scriptures right. that talk about, um, you know, even the Egyptians. The Egyptians were a culture mm-hmm. after the Sumerians, but they still tried to carry on the knowledge and the history of the Anunnaki. And pretty much how it ended up was that the Anunnaki uh, didn't necessarily want the human race to thrive, and they wanted it, this natural disaster. There was asteroids coming. They wanted a natural disaster to wipe them out. 
and they the Anunnaki was pretty much leaving the planet because there was asteroids coming. Uh, well, one big asteroid that eventually split up into seven different pieces and hit the Earth mm-hmm. and created floods and whatnot, and that's how Noah kind of came about. <laughs> but, dude, that's fucking crazy that you said that because I, I was telling Louis uh, before we started the show that there's um, there's an impact theory and they call it the younger dryest yeah, impact theory. That's what that it is. Randall Carls- Carlson kind of. That's what about. it is. That's exactly what it he's is. He's been he's been on Joe Rogan's show a few times. And he describes how, like, there was some sort of catastrophic event that took place, you know, thousands of years ago that, um, you know, superheated the globe yeah. in a way. There was multiple and, uh, catastrophic you know, events. Totally changed everything. Yeah, there was multiple catastrophic, <clears throat> uh, catastrophic events, in my opinion. There's multiple theories that all kind of align with each other. Um, but they... Yeah, then you have the flood. You have the flood in the Bible. So, yeah, the so the, Bible the, the Anunnaki came here to mine gold to save their planet they created the human race as slaves we were slaves we were created as slaves we were created as clones eventually so pretty much we're the we are the offspring the, the our ancestors were clones is is what the scripture says and uh they allowed us to eventually breed and uh you know we were slaves for many years and then the the anunnaki had such advanced technology they saw a cataclysmic event about to happen so they were they evacuated the planet and there was certain Anunnaki that and this is all in the scripture in the cuneiform that wanted to keep the human race alive and the head Anunnaki wanted to leave us behind and just say hey we'll come back after the planet has gone through this cataclysmic event and they'll all die off they were just slaves we built them as slaves anyways and they left, and some Anunnaki was cast down to Earth, and they just stayed here with us and kind of taught us how to live and taught taught Noah and Moses and so on and so forth. And this is the origin <clears throat> stories. The Anunnaki is the creator of the human race, supposedly. So there you go. There's the... This that's is, the... This is... Yeah. Dude, it's... Um, it, it has a lot of crazy like ties with a bunch of other stuff like the nephilim and the flood theory and you know the fact that there was some sort of you know that there was different you know just types of humans and and different you know kind of genetic makeups of of humans you know like i know one one thing we've discussed is like the giants or the nephilim or something so the like nephilim that. yeah the nephilim it, is actually it's some sort the nephilim, of yeah, it's some sort of description of the of, offspring of the anunnaki a hi- hybrid, it's a hybrid you know? mix between the anunnaki and the humans and the anunnaki saw how beautiful the female humans were and they fucked them they read with them they wanted to have sex with them and that's what <laughs> happened and it turned out that that's the race they created was the nephilim and it was left behind for many generations and it carried on for many generations it might even still carry on today but that's the nephilim it's a mix between the female human genetics and the anunnaki genetics right so correct me if i'm wrong but anu means heavens right or sky supposedly supposedly key is supposed to represent earth right so that's like where they get that name from yes is 
the heavens and well, the earth th- that, to get basically that is a basically the alien race coming to earth and yes that's one. just uh yeah that's an interpretation <clears throat> that was the names were turned into that because that's where they came from so yeah this is where it gets all screwy because you can take these interpretations as literal like anu means sky um mm-hmm. or you can take them kind of both ways like anu anu came from the sky and was a part of you know so on so oh yeah there's different types different yes ways it's a very it does get it's very confusing it's one thing that i've noticed going over this <clears throat> is that uh there's there's a uh, just a bunch of different interpretations um but there's you know like a few that are you know really mainstream and um i mean what how who is it that like would break down these tablets right. and scriptures right. Like who would who would break them down? You know, like there's probably different groups that go around and break down the material and you know depict it a certain way. I don't know if the science, if there's a main science behind it or something, or if it's just something that you know they have their own ideology behind it or whatever. But yeah, um, that that that's a great question. It's like yeah. who, and you can obviously see there's multiple sides to this. There's multiple uh, interpretations. And there's people, you know, the most, um, and this is this is this is known as fact throughout history is the most scrutinized historians and anthropologists and epidemiologists and you name it often are true are are actually um, right about their theories, and in future in future history they find out that they're actually held to be. Um, you know, true. They're, you know, but at their time they were crazy, and people told them that were they yeah. were crazy. You know, and but that's the yeah. thing. Who, like you said, who is the people that are actually interpreting this? That's the real right. question because it's cuneiform. It's the first found human writing text. Right. Does this go back to like the Babylonian yes, times? Yes. Right. Actually, it's so this goes it's before back. the Babylonians. Predates Babylonians. Yeah. It's before, yes, it's right, before the Babylonians. Babylon. So this is ancient Mesopotamia. Sumerian. Yes. Ancient. Sumerian. Exactly. Ancient Mesopotamia. Sumerians are the very first, and then the Arcadian, Akkadians, right. and Babylonians, right, and right. they all come after. And it's basically a. This is all after the Anunnaki pretty much left. They left during the disaster mm-hmm. and they left the the race of humans to die off. But right. the humans had help from the Anunnaki to survive. And eventually we mm-hmm. kind of like a so kind of like a like a Noah's Ark. That's exactly what happened. Type, type so that, no, that's exactly what happened. Noah was actually an offspring and a hybrid. He this is in the scripture (laughs) so noah noah was an offspring in the scripture and this is all you know hearsay but noah and i believe it i i love the story it's a beautiful story and it makes sense noah was an offspring and he wasn't a normal people he was much bigger than us and he was much different his genetics because he was more closely related to the anunnaki but he was taught pretty much 
how to survive the cataclysmic events, the floods Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And then his offspring, you know, created um, the race that that Noah was. And we all... And I think, isn't there like all all the other different types of civilizations, like especially like the Egyptians and um, right the Sumerians? Egyptians are much farther after all of that. Yeah, they, they that's a you know what's oh, okay. a beautiful thing about that is that the Egyptians actually were so far. Um, this is supposedly with the scripture says in the Sumerians that the culture of the Anunnaki, I mean, they, they arrived here 450,000 years ago. And the scripture of the the Sumerians is dated back to about 6,000 years ago. So they had hundreds of thousands of years here of historic, you know, history. And yeah. the Sumerians were before the Egyptians. And that culture is so closely related, and much cultures are, and throughout the world that we know of, so closely related to the Egyptians. And there was said to be bloodlines still pretty thick. Like there was bloodlines in the Egyptians. In the beginning of the Egyptians, they had um, ancient Anunnaki bloodlines still. And that's what really carried on the the kings of the Anunnaki, the rulers of the world, Mm -hmm. were carried on to these cultures. And they carried on the knowledge. And that's why they're still prevalent, still to this day. We know about them. The the, the knowledge was kept with uh, hieroglyphics, you know, from cuneiform to hieroglyphics. To right, it's beautiful. Are these the uh, are these the reptilians that are amongst? So us? yeah, that's that's a whole that that's a whole <laughs> other thing. It's so I'm I'm confused about this. From what I saw was that the so and this is this is in Genesis with Adam and Eve and the serpent uh god this is this is how this is so this all this all connects with the Anunnaki because God is the Anunnaki, and this is how a lot of people interpret this, and God had created um and this is this is where it kind of gets confusing too because the Anunnaki could be interpreted as the serpent as well. But God created the human and created the human as slaves or as servants. And in the the, the book of Genesis, it talks about the Garden of Eden and how Adam was told, Adam and Eve, Adam was created first, then Eve. Adam was told not to eat the fruit from the middle of the Garden of Eden because it would kill them. And the serpent convinces them, no, it won't kill you. It'll actually open your eyes and help you and create a better way of life for you. You can live a more humane life instead of a slave. And the wife, actually, the the female, actually took the fruit and ate it first and then passed it on to Adam. And he ate it as well. And this says it all in the book of Genesis. So it's almost like the serpent isn't depicted as the bad guy. It's depicted as the guy that wants to, uh, you know, cr- open, our, expand our consciousness more, and that can be interpreted in multiple ways. But it's very, yeah, yeah, very like, similar to the Book of Genesis with the. Yeah, he, he like increases knowledge. 
like uh he expands like renews the mind or something like that yeah it's kind of crazy that that falls with not just the book like christian mythologies but also like every other culture has that same Same thing for greeks it was prometheus Mm -hmm. was that guy Right, he right, right. gave he gave fire to humans and was punished by Zeus for mm-hmm. it. Right, um, he he ended up being he was the one that was strapped to a boulder at the top of that one mountain, and he would have his liver eaten by a giant eagle <laughs> every day, and then would grow back. Right, right. Yeah, the or origin. Dude, is there a statue of that? Is, isn't there a statue in in the world I think of that so. or something? I think I saw something like that. The beauty of the origin stories, they all align. That's the thing about this. They all of these cultural stories throughout time align. And it's basically the telephone yeah. game. You know, whether you're talking about the Bible or the Quran or Yeah. You know, it's all different times. But it's the telephone game, and they're trying. Base the basic thing is that we're trying to keep human history alive, and for whatever reason, it's been held back purposefully. And that's the real question nowadays: Why has our history been hidden from us? Why is it so hard to depict our origins? We don't know where we came. I... We don't. You know, the evolution, the Darwinism. It's just a theory. It's not. It all of this is just a theory. Gravity is just a theory. Why you know? There's a lot of things we don't really know, and people live their everyday lives thinking that this right. is truth when it's not necessarily truth. Well, so to to speak to some of that, <laughs> it is um like it, it's hard because the the norm the general person like. That's not the shit. Like, we might look up at the stars and be like, oh, I wonder where we really came from. But now I have to feed myself, and so I don't have time to think about yeah. that shit. You know? We all know um, that. The, yeah. the, right. So scientists and stuff, um, we they, they do their best to work through stuff. A lot of them, you know, they'll spend their whole career on a theory and get so invested in it that, sometimes they it, it's hard to break out of it right like even if even if they wanted to like if if they all of a sudden some some other evidence might come to light that disproves their theory they have to do their best to 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 make that look like bullshit well right? that's the problem yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's the problem then, with the, with with a lot I'll, of human characteristics maybe we can thank the anunnaki yeah. for that those sons of bitches maybe <laughs> And then on top of that, all the different disasters we've had over time. Imagine that there's a million of us, right? Or uh, 500 million of us at, at any given moment. Say even before that disaster that the Anunnaki left, right? There's there's uh, half a billion of us on this planet. And then this disaster comes and like 2% of us survive. Right. Of that 2%, how many were educated? Of that 2%, how many were fucking engineers? How many were anything, right? And even of those, once the disaster's over, they're trying to survive. They might not be opening academies and 
teaching all this shit, you know. And even if they could, the people they're teaching it to might not even understand. So entire civilizations Mm -hmm. lost, and you got a handful of smart people to try and rebuild it. That shit takes forever. And so we're just constantly rediscovering the same shit that we used to know hundreds of thousands of years ago. Exactly. And it also says in the cuneiform scripture that the human race was designed to live shorter lives. And that is a whole design to carry on a race that forgets quickly and cannot take over the Anunnaki. It makes sense. Yeah, we're more easily controlled. More easily controlled. You don't live as long. Uh, You don't if you don't live as long, you can't keep history in as easy, especially with cataclysmic disaster. You're not capable of survival. Yeah. Like you said, what, 2% survived? You know, if that's the yeah. case. I, I mean, that's just, yeah. Yeah. Just making well, numbers, but. You know, um, if Noah was one of the few, it's like, man, if that's the truth. Well, I mean, if, bi- biblically, right? People used to live, you know, three, 400 years yeah. old. Yeah. Yep. And that was that was that was according to the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki scriptures and Sumerians say they live thousands of years. Right. So yeah, I would like the the first uh, great king of Sumeria reigned for what eighteen thousand years. Man, Jesus! Like the first two kings together was forty eight. I think so. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. And I I think the. I think it said the the first seven kings reigned for a total of like two hundred and seventeen thousand years together. Oh yeah, are you talking about the Sumerian kings list? Where like yeah, yeah, it was actually like the, you know etched yeah, in the yeah. stone. Of it's all like documented. The kings, you know, in the the years. Here, the here's one interesting thing about that as well. So, um, we discovered the Sumerian texts, uh, cuneiform only 150 years ago and we found that they were able to describe and diagram pluto uranus and neptune um and that those planets can't be seen with the with the human eye they can't you can't look up into the sky and see those neptune was actually discovered in 1846 by scholars uranus was discovered in 1781 and pluto was discovered in 1930 but yet these 6,000-year-old tablets said that, and they diagrammed them accurately, that they discovered these and diagrammed them. And this is all, obviously, Anunnaki um, knowledge passed down to their humans. Right. It, it came from somewhere, or it was either given to us, or, again, it was that we had these superior technologies and something wiped us out and now it's just the dumbasses left or just the tough guys maybe not the dumbasses but the tough uh, guys that were able to survive They're I think they were all fucking tough back to then build a telescope in our eyes I think they were all fucking tough back then <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. well I mean if they're like 10 foot tall they're whooping my well, ass regardless of how tough they are yeah I, you know the <laughs> bigger they are the harder they fall especially if a flood is hitting them or you know whatever Punch him in the dick. Yeah, that doesn't feel good either, especially if you have a larger dick than normal. That won't be good. <laughs> but the, uh, so another thing about the Anunnaki in, in the scriptures in Sumeria, 
the Anglo-American Corporation actually found um, ancient ruins of a gold mine from that date. And they are assuming it's the Anunnaki dating back. And this is the gold mine that they found. Well, it's not necessarily a gold mine, but it's a mine of ore. The mine that they found was to date back 100,000 B.C. And I'm not sure the year that the Anglo-American Corporation found this. But um, this is set in stone. I mean, you can probably Google this and you'll probably come up with it. Uh, but the Anunnaki would mine um, and would take it back to Mesopotamia to process and turn into what they called Zag. And in translation, that is purified or precious. Um, and it would actually, you, you can date, the, you can find this. This is what they did. This is probably why we have coins today. This is what they did. And the Egyptian times, they called it chaim, I believe, which is gold, or in term monatomic gold today, because it's actually a a substance that you can either turn to coins, or you can have it in powder form, and you can actually drink it or ingest it. And the substance is said to aid in psychological abilities, and uh, furthering the human mind into different dimensional spaces <laughs> that's pretty mm-hmm. interesting fact so i looked i had i had to look this up after i heard that and i was like monatomic gold so i looked up monatomic gold and there's a whole sales point for it today and every there's some people that even sell it on um amazon I, yeah gold is actually very healthy for you like it's it's like colloidal silver I, yeah i was i was looking it like helps your uh body's temperature you know be regulated and it helps blood flow and circulation and all these other you know i mean i believe it that money gold is a mineral Mm. yeah exactly like how like our body is full of minerals and there's things that are in there for a reason and things that yeah like if we ingest it causes certain reactions i can't imagine that a superconductor Mm like gold wouldn't i mean we they, they said colloidal silver is supposed to be really you know help our system as well in whatever doses that 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 is yeah you know it's a mean? it's a crazy right, right. it's a cr- um, crazy supposed, thing supposed to... yeah the, the heart actually the heart and the brain is um we have magnetic energy um pulsing from the right. brain and the heart we brain and the heart communicates to each other and the heart actually i believe sends more communication to the brain than the brain does to the heart which is a something fascinating, but yeah, like you said, the gold is super a superconductor. So anything electromagnetic, yeah. you think would uh, impact yeah. the body, the human body? Well, our yeah, when you think about like our cells operate off of like millivolts, like there's there's a an energy capacity of like that the cell holds in order to do work like in order to function and do everything it has to do it needs to have like a certain like electrical charge in order to get it done and like mm. i think i've read before too where that's like how cancer is a is a fast acting mm. thing in certain people because they they don't have the correct voltage uh, voltage. voltage yeah yeah they don't have the correct voltage <laughs> wow. in their cells you know when the, when the cell dies it's because it, it can't perform and do the work it needs to mm. do it it can't do its job anymore thus the cell Wait. dies and it just starts to 
build up and more cells start to build up and then it starts to spread and then that's where you get like fast acting cancers you know it's crazy yeah that is fascinating i've never really thought of it that way that makes that makes sense it really does freaking uh what gets me about this anunnaki thing is so so nibiru right does a rotation into our solar system what at what did they say? Every thirty six hundred years. Thirty six hundred like years. That would be yes. one day for them, right? Because they're going around a sun. Uh, I don't know. No, technically that would be a year. So our trip around True. the sun. Yeah, is yeah, a yeah, year. yeah, yeah, a year. Yeah, you're right. But um. So thirty six. You said thirty. So if, they, if they did 30? leave, when did they? So so let's put this together here. Like if they if they did leave, right? When they would, was Moses? They would be coming for they have there'd be a return. So they what they said was they left in the scripture in Sumerians is they left during the was it the it so they left because of a, a asteroid that was going to hit the Earth, mm-hmm. and there was other events that said to be happened after that too in the Younger Dryas and so on and so forth. But that's when they left. They left. They they evacuated Earth in the scripture. It says they in the text, the Sumerian text, they evacuated Earth uh, because of the asteroid that was headed to hit Earth. And when that is, I'm not really entirely sure. I would say that it was probably so. We found the scripture. Um, we found the scripture six thousand years. It, we carbon dated it to six thousand years ago, but obviously it's probably before then. So when was Noah? So Noah was. I'm gonna look yeah. So no, basically they left right before the cataclysm, and they gave Noah the information to keep the human race alive. So that was when they were said to leave. It's all in the scripture, supposedly, okay. allegedly. Right. I don't read. I don't either. Uniform, though. Oh. <laughs> um, so here's my my thoughts. If if theoretically this planet has a 3,600 year orbit around the sun, um, forgetting the fact that I don't even understand how it would even come back into the orbit based on what they what they say the orbit looks like. <laughs> like I don't know how it wouldn't just right. fly off into the universe. Um, forgetting that, uh, so six thousand years ago, the tab they date the tablet to six thousand years ago. If that was written when they were leaving, right? That means that they should have come back around once at one point, roughly. Uh, what, 2000, right around the time of Christ? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus oh, or minus. Wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so if they did come back around that time and uh, fucking miracles and Christ things are happening again, and this is, say, that the Anunnaki are our gods, right? And they are the angels and shit. <laughs> um, and they left. And this is this is saying that when that cataclysm happened, the planet Nibiru was also on its way out of our orbit, right? It didn't just show up. 
Right. You know what I mean? So it was also on its way out of our orbit. And they make their way back around around the time of Christ, give or take a couple hundred years. Um, so now God's back in town. Um, <laughs> the Hebrews, the Jewish peoples, are they're they're starting to see miracles. They're starting to get their fucking holy grail. They're taking down the walls of Jericho with uh, fantastic equipment that didn't come from them. That was given to them by God, right? Um, and now, fucking Jesus shows up. Our gods are giving us a second chance, and then Jesus disappears, and so do all the miracles and all the all the saintly things. And fucking, <laughs> there goes the there happens to also go the planet, right? Planet Nibiru. So if that Jesus Christ was born two thousand years ago, I say we got another thousand years before this planet comes back. Oh shit! That's when the. That's when, uh, so, so when I'm, when I'm looking at the story of the Anunnaki and I see that, well, I I know Jesse didn't talk about it, but there was a, there was a enslaved alien race that the Anunnaki controlled called, um, they're called the Agigi and yeah, it's fun. Funny name. Say that again. Agigi. Agigi. I G I G I, and the Anunnaki. What if Ijiji? Ijiji could be. I think that sounds better. Ijiji. I think that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah, but um, the Ijiji they were enslaved by the Anunnaki, and the Anunnaki they they kind of like represent a uh, like a governing race. Like wherever they go, they want to. You know, like, they're in charge. Yeah, they're in charge. They want to, you know, keep the population at like a, a low density, I guess you could say, and just kind of manipulate them and kind of use them for their resources, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole reason why that's the whole story of that they came here was because they needed resources. They're kind of like mining the planet and the people, they're kind of just right. farming them. Do you remember that really shitty movie? Um, it was John Travolta, Battlefield Earth. Yes. Yes. Where humans were enslaved <laughs> to mine gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I wanna I wanna say that was had to have been based on this, but it was uh was it I think that was an L. Ron Hubbard book. So That's maybe science maybe Scientology <laughs> got a little bit more on us than we realized right Jeez. <laughs> um, there he is finally back what's up brother sorry about it sorry about that sorry about that <laughs> i'm back where am i where am i at where are we at right here what do you think of the theory of like the anunnaki being like the first pagan god that like civilization created uh i'm not too i'm not too entirely sure about that but i i do know i mean i do feel that the anunnaki were the actual uh developer Mm. 
of humankind and our DNA kind of says that as well and they predate the pagan they predate the pagan ritual the pagan culture by thousands of years so yeah I mean there's so much I think all of our culture every bit of our culture in my opinion is based off the Anunnaki I think it's all okay. all the religions, not all of them. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, well, I I think I'm gonna ex- explain what you're saying. Is that like when I see all of the pagan religions in the world, in which they had had to have had a beginning, mm-hmm. right? That they all have like a similarity, and that is that there's a there's like a sun god, which is like. And which represents like the form of like a dominant man, man, God, mm-hmm. right. right? Mm-hmm. Male. And then there's a dominant female God, a goddess, right? The moon God. You have the sun God, the moon God, and then you have the sun God, but it's not, it's the sun. It's the offspring of those two. Hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And so when you, and when you were, it, it kind of, that made me think a little bit when you were talking about Anu and key which were the 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 two, you know the two dominant forces of the anunnaki and you know i think they had an offspring anki right? anki yeah like anki and um and yeah there were the sons the sons of anu okay. and they were they were so, sent to so, I, so, so the the other so anki was sent to earth to be the pretty much the you know mm-hmm. the captor of earth that he was controlling earth and the other brother was the space general i guess you could say but eventually they both ended up on earth regardless and they interesting that's where the origins of eden and the mines of africa come from they they held two different parts of earth and controlled two different parts of earth hmm. damn but yeah no i i think the the Anunnaki origins are the beginning of human origin and that every, every story that is, it sounds, it all sounds similar. It's all very similar, especially the Egyptians is the probably the closest and you see mm-hmm. so much similarities yeah. in Sumerian culture, Mesopotamia, ancient Mesopotamia culture, the Akkadians and so on and so forth. You see a direct correlation between that culture and that culture. And I mean, really you see a direct correlation between a lot of other cultures, even all the way to Mexico, you see very similar um, practices, but that those practices, in my opinion, are much farther after, like the Aztecs are much farther after all of those. And they carry, it's just a carrying, it's a tradition of carrying on history and knowledge. And maybe there were still bloodlines it was said that Jesus was uh, the bloodline of the Anunnaki, that Jesus actually was a was a part of that bloodline, and he was trying to keep that going. He was trying to keep the history going. As what there, there's another story to that as well. You know, it's not just the Christ, Christian story. The Christian story is supposedly Whoa. the Anunnaki story as well. It's just a carried on version of the beginning of the human race. And some people say, you know, well, that, 
that's the beginning of all of the universe. But there's other people that argue that it's not the beginning of the universe. That's the beginning of the human race. Genesis. Well, I mean, that kind of lines up with my my theory of what I just said, where when they come back, mm. when Nibiru mm. comes back, and now, now Jesus shows mm. up, right? Trying right. Trying to continue that. What do you think about uh, Jesus being Marduk, the deity Marduk? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar Mes- with that. Mesopotamia. Yeah. What is so, Marduk? I, I I remember reading something about that. So Marduk was a, a this god. This is Babylonian, from, right? This is Babylonian stuff. Yes, ancient Mesopotamian uh, patron deity of the city of Babylon. Right. Um, when Babylon became the political center of the Euphrates Valley, way back when, uh, Marduk started to rise to the top position of the Babylonian pantheon, right? Which the Babylonian pantheon of gods was that of the like the old Anunnaki, essentially, right? Same different names and stuff. He's also like associated with the planet mm. Jupiter. So I I just thought, so because in my readings of the learning about, because we we were talking about how the the different cultures have very similar things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like in Egyptian, Ra was the sun god. That would be Anu. Yep. Um, He had his consorts of, um, I'm going to get it wrong. In Egyptian, like, basically, you know, each, each, he had his wives, right? And then those wives gave him children and stuff like that. For the Sumerians, uh, you guys were, had already said it. Where'd it go? Did I click on the wrong one? Here we go. Um, key, which is Earth, right? Your yeah. key is known as the Earth Mother. And then Antu was the great Sky Mother. And Anu is the great sky mm-hmm. father. Right. Um, both of those, his consorts, Antu and Ki, gave Ki gave birth to Enlil, who was the lord of the air and earth and guardian of the Tablet of Destinies, right? And like you said, one of them was like the, the sky commander, right? So that would have been Enlil. And then Enki, lord of the earth mm-hmm. and waters, also known as Aya, yep. which becomes Earth. Right. Um, yep. Those are the brothers, uh, correct? Which is... Yes, which are the brothers. If you look at that from Christianity, you might say that the two of them are Michael and Lucifer. Yep, that's exactly what it is. At first, you know what? I, when I saw that, I thought it was Cain and Abel. And it's not. Cain and Abel is actually... Uh, younger version so it's it's after right that it's a human hybrid which was cain and abel supposedly but yeah I, you know i started to realize that's exactly what it was it's lucifer and you said michael and michael that's exactly because one right is is cast down to the underworld or earth and right. one is and then you know accepted 
Uh-huh. And and um I'm trying to say, says the tablet. So in here, Enlil, the Lord of the Air and Earth, is also the guardian of the Tablet of Destinies, right? So the Tablet of Destinies, it's a um it's an object of supreme importance. Quite literally supposed to be a clay tablet engraved with cuneiform. Whichever god possessed it was considered the ruler of the universe. So, the Tablet of Destinies is the proper name from this. But, Man, um, you make me think of Jack Black right when you say that. The Pick of Destiny. <laughs> pick of Destiny, <laughs> yes. Um, it says, for a long time, Enlil was in possession of the tab- tablet, which made him the ruler of the universe even surpassing Anu, his father, right? Um, hmm. But it says at some point Enki possessed the tablet. And so it changed na- hands a couple times. Um, basically, so there was a fight is what I'm getting out of this, right? One of them has mm-hmm. to lose. That is very similar to, in my opinion, um, like the ancient Indian texts, like the Bhagavad Gita, mm. I want to say, I, wanna, I know I fucking butchered that, right? Where the gods had a fight, um, like this god and the groups of gods, and that mimics the the battle in heaven for supremacy. Um, I'm trying to think the the Greek mythologies of where. Basically, the two groups of Titans fought. Um, one group of Titans lost, and they got banished to the underworld, imprisoned. The other group of Titans became the pantheon of gods that we know now as the current Greek gods, right? And um, not just Greek. What's what's the other one? Um, There's an African. The Roman, the 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 Roman gods. Oh, yeah. Roman gods are same shit. Are are dem, yeah, dem same shit. They're too so. close. Yeah, same shit. The that's yeah, what I'm Africans, saying, man. There's a similarity between all these. Africans have the same all, story. You know, like they have like those gods in those categories. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's different with the Greek. It's different with the Roman, the Vikings, the, you know, Babylonians, Greece. You know, like there's all, it's just different all over the place. And the, the, but there's, they so, show the and similarities. I guess the, the, the story, at least, it's the stories that kind of like get me to where I'm like, oh, that's kind of, that sounded similar to, to that story. Because the story between, like you're saying, like you're comparing it to Satan and Archangel yeah. Michael. Like you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot of stories in, in all in pretty much all religions that are like that. This is a very, very, very right. it's it's so entrenched and it's so relative still to this day because we so we talk about okay, go ahead, Louis, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just I just read this part in on this. Uh, it got me excited. So we were just talking about like the battle, the battle of the two mm-hmm. sides, right? And so, and this almost mimics like the the 
Christian myth of of creation yeah. and shit and Genesis stuff we go through. And remember, remember how I said um, Jesus might Marduk possibly is Jesus. Like if if thinking back, I don't know. Um, but it says the tablet changed hands a number of times depending on the text you read. At one point, Tiamat, the Dragon Queen, says, "Look for her at the top of the family tree." Possesses it, which gives her. She becomes the ruler of the universe, mm. right? She gives it to her consort, Kingu, who becomes commander of her army. Marduk, Enki's mm. son, beats Tiamat in single combat, then defeats Kingu, claiming the Jesus, tablet the, the son of for himself. The, Jesus, the son Wait, of God. So, so read that. Hey, read that second part again. So, That's so fascinating. That, That's so fascinating. Hey, yeah. Read, read that back. Because Jesus is said to be the son of God. Right, so that's what I'm saying. And hold on, let me finish. There's one more sentence, um, and then I'll I'll read back. So, so he claimed the tablet and authority for himself. At that point, Marduk becomes the supreme ruler, right? Which would be Jesus. Um, but I guess, I guess it says to complicate matters, this whole tale with Marduk only shows up in the Babylonian Babylonian version of the myth. In the Sumerian version, Enlil beats Tiamat and reigns supreme, which Enlil would have been like if you did Enlil and Enki as um Sounds Lucifer yeah. and and Michael. And and uh and Michael. So it it sounds like there's some uh but, tribalism, some jealousy, some envy, some egotism going on there. <laughs> yeah. Every there's two um, sides to right, a so story, part, you know. <laughs> yeah. What part did you want me to Oh, to just about because what you read it kind of sounded like Cain mm, and Abel. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's what, because there was a there was a death, right? You said there was there was a death, right? Of of one of them. Um, I'll just read the whole thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. The the tablet changes hands a number of times depending on the text you read. At one point, Tiamat, the Dragon Queen, uh, possesses it. She gives it to her consort Kingu, who becomes commander of her army. Marduk, Enki's son, beats Tiamat in single combat then defeats Kingu, claiming the tablet and the authority for himself. At that point, Marduk hmm. becomes the supreme ruler. Yeah, oh, okay. so... Yeah. Yeah, it does sound like the uh, the battle in heaven. Yeah, I thought the yeah. same thing about the Cain and Abel thing. I thought the same exact thing, and I'm like, this is exactly it. And then I kept researching, and I led on to the point where it was like, this is a common thing that happens between... It's rivalry. It's plain and simple rivalry. We we see this we we see this today in human culture everywhere, everywhere. This mm-hmm. is how, and this is the truth. We've carried on these cultural um, understandings. We've carried on this cultural way of life, and that there's war and territories, and that's you know where we get it from is our ancestors. It's very in, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, it's very similar to the Cain and Abel, even though it might not be Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel was supposed to be after these. What Louis saying, Cain and Abel was actually supposedly yeah. Cain and Abel was a hybrid of the Nephilim and human. I believe, maybe not the Nephilim, but the Anunnaki, which is the same thing, vice versa, whatever. Very, very, very fan. All this stuff will lead you down a real big rabbit hole. 
because the people, the anthropology, there's a man named, his name is Arthur David Horn, and he resigned in 1990, and he's a biological anthropologist. He was teaching at Colorado State, and he resigned because he realized that what he was teaching wasn't the full truth. He he resigned because he discovered other anthropological discoveries that led him to the assumption that the institution that he was teaching under didn't want him to teach that. So he resigned and he later he you know he I don't know how what he's doing now, but he went on and he did you know, he did spots and some movies and some documentaries and shows and stuff like that, but he's under the assumption that like you said earlier, that there is actually a human hybrid lizard population that's older than us, smarter than us, that has actually stayed the Anunnaki left, the the reptilian population stayed and have been controlling population for tens of thousands of years. <laughs> uh, is he alive? I think still? He, I think so. I think I think he is. His name is Arthur David Horn. Yeah, I think he's alive still. I think he even went on Ancient Aliens at one point. But him and uh Eric von Doniken they are all a lot of these guys, they're all so passionate about what they learned or what they found. And it's very similar, and I'm very passionate about their passion. And I really believe in them, you know? I really do. It's like so, so, they're they're trying to convince... Ever, themselves? No, yeah. No, well, <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> that too a little bit. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Well, that's one thing that I've noticed about science and scientists, and when they're in a discovery phase, like they they have a hypothesis that they're trying to prove, right? right. And like they want to prove it so bad that they'll look at certain information and interpret it their own way, right? Interpret yeah. it their own way so that they can, yeah, you know, I agree, est- est- establish, you know, what it is that they want, but to explain done. two different scientists that don't know each other or each other's work finding the same thing and then yeah. two others yeah. i guess you could say it's like a, it's it's the same it's the two two different rats that you know find the same trap in a way i guess you can kind of say if that's the it's i mean similar in, yeah i mean that's that's ways. a disturbing if they're both if they're both if they both have the task at hand and they're both doing the same task so you think that they're, they're led to this gonna... discovery that they're guided to this falsehood is what you're saying. I don't know. I think that just people are going to believe what they want to believe, I guess. I, I agree. Oh, of I'm course. saying like, because there's different, you know, like, there's different, you know, breakdowns of the Anunnaki and oh, stuff like that. There's like, there's literally there's, probably two you know, famous you know breakdowns. There's the one that we I want to believe that is that the Anunnaki is actually an ancient race that has came here from another planet and then there's the other uh interpretation that they never really even existed and it's all about the geographical it's about the sun and the other planets and it's about the the, the that interpretation is understandable as well in a certain way 
there's two you're saying like on a astronomical standpoint like that's like what they were describing in their what, tablets and in their like that that's how the story so came yeah about. so from one one standpoint like these are the two popular standpoints is that there was an actual race from another planet that came here and made the human race and then there's the other standpoint that they never existed and that this scripture is all pretty much fairy tale and made up uh and descripted as uh, interpreted as uh, the sun is the, and you know what this is. If you watch the the documentary Zeitgeist, it'll talk about this. All the deities and all these different cultures, like Jesus and Moses and um, the Indian cultures, they're all described as the the sun. Jesus is mm-hmm. yeah was killed and then revived and they describe it as the sun reviving in in december and going down in the shorter shorter days during the winter so there's a lot of very very both are very um how do i want to say this they're they're both very interesting and i want to believe in both of them but my heart tells me that in reality, no one knows where the human race is com- has come from, and this there's there's less there's probably less people that like like Eric Van Doniken and um, this guy Arthur David Horn. These these people are very passionate about what they feel they know, and I believe in them. Because of how they talk, their body language, and how they talk, and I think, I think that in reality, um, we have to accept that we don't know where we came from, and you can't say that we do. Shit, man, that's why we the wise men questioning everything. You have, yeah, you have to. That's right. You know. <laughs> Okay, so I just st- I was trying to look up Nibiru. Good I luck. Had a question <laughs> on it. I don't, even, I don't even remember my question, but I just stumbled upon a website called NibiruUpdate.com. Have you guys Fuck heard no. of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Love it though. So give us a breakdown. Okay, so I'm just so far it's quite uh, interesting. Um, and it's saying that it's, well, first of all, it says we might be part of a binary solar system. Yeah, that's, I've heard that too. Um, the other sun died. I've heard that. And that would explain Earth's wobble. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it says, so if it, would it be too far off to believe that a planet can share both solar systems? Um, so that might explain how. Nibiru has such a wide orbit. Mm-hmm. It's orbiting both so, stars. So basically, for the audience, a binary solar system is a solar system with two suns, not one. Mm-hmm. So I believe right. so. I don't really know how so that works. What, what you're saying, so what you're reading... <laughs> they just kind of orbit around so each other. So what you're reading is that this our sun is one sun in our solar system now, but it used to be two. 
and one died off. That's basically what that was saying. Right. So, 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 yeah. So basically, this is saying that our sun and our solar system is it's one little thing, but that there is a second star that is, I guess, no longer active. Right. right. Um, that that is basically orbiting along with us. And it has its own little solar system, but Nibiru orbits mm. both. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so that that's that's at the top of the page. Um, Interesting. And then as I started reading, it starts talking about. Remember, we we were talking about the cataclysm and the there. There's a little Noah's flood in parentheses here, and that's what mm. caught my eye. And remember, we were trying to figure out when Noah's flood was. So this says 7,207 years ago. Was, uh, it says 7,207 years ago, during the cataclysm known as Noah's mm. flood, sudden changes in temperature, violent storms, and water avalanches from Antarctica broke off from their ice, broke off from their ice prison. Um, I think that's misin- misinformation. I think, yeah. You think so? I do. I do. I think I think it's Why? the same. I, I just think of how it happened. So what does it say? It said the ice broke off due to warming? Yeah. So pieces of Antarctica. Uh, maybe I mean maybe storms. I agree with that, but I think that's all these scriptures talk about cataclysmic events, a lot of them. And it's like making me it's making right. me really think that there was multiple cataclysmic events well it it also goes on it says and then 3607 years ago during the jews exodus from egypt in the middle of the second millennium bc the earth suffered big cataclysms Mm. Mm. and it quote it quotes a guy and it says a celestial body that recently entered our solar system a new comet came very close to earth causing the eventual disappearance of the glacial Mm. layer which would have caused another flood yeah. So, and then it go, and then they go on to say, and it says, from our research, we think Nibiru will appear in December and pass over at the end of April. What year? They don't know. So maybe twenty twenty six, twenty twenty two. But oh, the beginning shit. of um the, the beginning of like the the headline of the page it says Nibiru, Planet X, Nemesis, the Destroyer, Wormwood. Wormwood, uh, Wormwood. Her- Hercolibius, Comet Typhon, visible in year 2022. So, so, wait, did you just fucking say Wormwood? Yeah, that's what that's on this website, dude. I'm just, I so, heard that too. So, Wormwood, Wormwood is a biblical event that takes place in Revelations, and it's when a, uh, Basically, it describes. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Like, a, basically, it's like a star falls from heaven, and 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 lands in the rivers and spoils like a third of the rivers in the world. And that star was called Wormwood. Mm, yeah. And when you go and you and when you go and you look up Wormwood and you try and find like the origins of where it came from. And it came from Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Yep, the city of Chernobyl. Yep. Chernobyl is. And diff- they gave it that. They gave it that 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 name, 
the Bible says that the the rivers became bitter, and w- any man that drank from them died. Yeah. Yep. Right. So then, when you look at wormwood, you see like the radioactive like poisoning, in which it's a nuclear or it's a it, it has to be located on a river. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Tr- yeah, that's to, crazy. To function and to cool off and that's to cool wild. the. Assistance. Yeah, I heard that Chernobyl was was interpretation. Chernobyl means wormwood. What interpretation? So you said Nibiru. You said you said what was named wormwood on this website? Well, at the like the headline for this whole like if you go to <laughs> both you guys right now, just pull up another. Tab. All right, no, no, but because real talk. So now, you can that, see now, what I'm looking at because that's what it says. It says it goes Nibiru, comma Planet X, right, what's, comma what's Nemesis, this? comma the Destroyer, comma Wormwood, comma Okay, Her- Hercolibus, right. comma Comet Typhon, visible in year 2022. So I think that's just different names for all. The you know same what's crazy? I've heard that, that Nibiru would be visible several years ago. I can't remember the year. I think it was 2010 or 2012. It's you know the movie 2012. Remember that when the whole everybody wanted to even in 1999, everybody wanted to say that the you know we were going to have a a whole uh, computer failure and all the planes were going to drop out of the fucking sky. Oh, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. Y2K. Yeah. So, you know, all this shit, it's just like, man, it seems designed. It's It, it does. It seems like we're led on to, to a specific narrative always. You know, you know uh, it's kind of funny absolutely. too, um, that the whole Wormwood subject again is that that comes after like the seven year tribulation. And so if you said what was it, twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven? Right? Yeah. What and what are we in? Twenty twenty two? So mm-hmm. if it's And we've <laughs> right, had two so, years of some really weird shit already. <laughs> no, so that's what I'm saying. So so now <laughs> Jesus says in the Bible he describes, you know, because the disciples are like, tell us a sign of your, you know, when is the end of the world? When is the second coming? And he starts to, he, he starts to d- describe it. And he says, let no man deceive you. He says that there will be wars and rumors of wars. There will be pestilences. There will be earthquakes in uh, diverse places. There will be famines and all this other shit. <laughs> but if, but if, like Louis said, if you look back in the past few years, like, I think we there's something's been initiated that's never been like initiated before ever. I think there's been like a total start of something that I don't know if it's going to go down a good healthy road. Like I feel like uh, uh there's yeah. a lot worse to come and ever since, you know, we've been in like this two-year period, it just seems like shit has just started to kind of like get worse and worse and worse and there's just one thing leads to another. But if that's the case, and like, let's say we're in the beginnings of the tribulation, right? And we get to the end of the seven years or whatever, and then then it becomes God's wrath. And Wormwood is, takes place like in that time. So that kind of like made me think like, holy shit, the timeline is like, it's coordinating yeah. with what you, what you said in a way right <laughs> it's kind of like if you were if yeah. you were you know plus or minus whatever yeah but you know very minimal but at the same time it was kind of it's kind of like 
if we start to see some stuff happen, you know, in the next two years, that's like real bad, bro. Like shit's hitting the fan. Then maybe, man, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, what's crazy too is like in Revelations, it talks about like a, a thousand year reign. Like there's going to be a thousand year reign where uh, God comes back and judges, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just whole Nibiru shit, you know, they seem like a judgmental type species that likes to govern and kind of come and control. And, and yeah, so over. this is, I kind of wanted to run into this. I wanted to bring this. Sounds like the Catholic Church yeah, to me. Much worse. Much worse, <laughs> trust me. Catholic Church. <laughs> much worse. I, I I thought about this too because the the Sumerian scriptures describe like how we were made, why we were made as a human race, and how we were treated. And we were treated as slaves. We were, um, you know, worked to death. And we were. This is went on for hundreds thousands of years thousands of years and uh they talk about the second coming in the bible and how you must praise god and i'm thinking i'm thinking about this and i'm thinking man yeah you better fucking praise god because if he comes back here and you don't he's gonna split your shit in half dude like this is you're a slave you're a slave race and if you don't obey your master you're dead period your whole fucking race is dead you know it's very disturbing yeah. and it seems like over time it got regional like after uh many years and years of it, it turned into tribalism so now you know we had the we had the nazis that claimed they were the aryan race they were a superior race because of their ancestors and you have to think to yourself well where are they getting that information from you know, okay, maybe they're getting their information from our great ancestors, the great human, the people that created the great human race. But my thing yeah. about this is like, wow, maybe God is the Anunnaki and maybe the Anunnaki didn't really give a fuck about us that much. They created us for a specific purpose. They don't care that we breed or we live or we love or we, you know, any of that. And it says in the so Bible, it says in the Bible to praise God. And to if you don't praise God, you'll fucking be cast to hell. It's a weird, weird thing. But anyways, Louis, go ahead. I heard a theory. I can't remember. I was probably watching like Ancient Aliens or some shit. Um, I remember watching it on TV. But that... Like agriculture as we know it started approximately, I want to, and I'm going to get this wrong, so please don't <laughs> quote me, don't at me, bro. Um, approximately 12,000 years ago is when agriculture as we know it wow. started, right? That is roughly the same timeline of the rise of Sumerian culture. And that it aligns with, um, like the Anunnaki and shit being here, right? So you're saying it's 12,000 years ago is agriculture. We found traces of agriculture. Wow. Right. That Well, that's uh, agri... Well, kind of, yeah, agriculture as we know. It. And, and the grain that we know 
on on earth like the grains that we have on earth didn't exist prior to then like they just kind of showed heard up about this the theory is that yeah the theory is that um the anunnaki altered the dna changed the grain to make it more i can't remember if it was more palatable for them or to make it easier to grow to sustain the slave population that they needed to do their things. I can't remember what it is. It's probably both. It was probably one grain for the higher and one grain for the lower, one grain for the slaves. (laughs) The grain for the slaves would be uh, corn. Yeah. Corn, wheat, you know. That's probably what we were biologically designed to ingest. And when you look back, no one can, none of these scientists can actually tell us what's in our DNA. We have rat DNA and monkeys and we got all sorts of stuff in our DNA. Yeah, we share it with a lot of animals. We share it with a lot of animals. And why do we know that? I don't really know that, but I'm assuming that there is an ancient understanding about this, that they give us a little bit of information, and then that's it. (laughs) Right? It's very, very disturbing. Uh, Who has a bananas question? I'm gonna leave that to you guys this time. I don't even know <laughs> the bananas question. It's, it's, the, ba- the bananas question is obvious. With he's like, what the? Fuck, it's obvious. Man? It's obvious. The bananas questions is obvious. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. The bananas question but, is, yeah. it's do you be- do you believe that the Anunnaki is our origin, our creator? That's the question. Do you believe? That's a tough question. It's a very <laughs> tough question. That's Do tough you one. believe that the Anunnaki uh, came here 450,000 years ago and created the human race with advanced technology? And, and go. <laughs> all right, we're done. <laughs> We're done. I think <laughs> so off. <laughs> Just um, exit. <laughs> it's like two and a half bananas, three bananas, maybe. That's a good. Squ- that's a good. That's a good rate there. My opinion. I, yeah. Yeah. Like there's so much. So I, I. I feel like the Anunnaki were an actual thing. Like they existed. I, I, historically too much lines up and too much makes sense like culturally and records wise um all across the world i think they were known as in different names in different cultures kind of deal uh and they probably were here a lot longer than we realized as you know what i mean like throughout our historical record i I feel like they probably just changed names, but that they were either that or it was a whole different group of of extraterrestrials that was here. But they, I don't know. If, if, 
the stories line up too well across cultures for it to be different groups of extraterrestrials. I feel like so they did exist. I think also what we know of our historical record and the DNA record of the different species of humans. Um, I don't know that they created us necessarily. If they, if they did, they picked just like one of already existing other species. And if they've been here for 450,000 years, maybe they set like, a whole bunch of species of us out and we're like all right this one's working the best let's go with that one you know what i mean they took their sweet ass time to pick the current version of humans <laughs> right. you know what i mean like because the, the current version of us is in the grand scheme isn't that old but we're the ones that took took over like right like we took over and we we pushed out all the other versions like neanderthals and 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 denisovans and all like all of those we still have some of that dna in us but like we we wiped them out essentially right we pushed them out mm-hmm. we dominated so it, right. right so it's like all right um was that intentional now do you was think that, like was you... that was that the Anunnaki that like tweaked our DNA just enough, like that they, or like they've been doing it like like breeding dogs, right? Like every subsequent generation was just a little bit different, and they they picked the right ones, which lends itself to Darwinism as well. Yeah, um, you know, absolutely. So, so that's why I gotta go with like three and a half. Like I don't know that they made. I thought us. you were they two and a half. Pick... Okay, two and a half, three. We'll <laughs> He's at three, three and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like. I think the Anunnaki were a thing. I don't know. I think they just picked the winning horse kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they placed a bet and like trained us appropriately. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can so. agree with that. I can. I can see that. Um, I think that this is just, it's, it's a good topic to talk about because the ranges of conversation with this shit is like crazy big. It's crazy big and, and I have an input on it and I want to hear what you guys think. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm for bananas just because I don't know, and I'm for because I, what I, what I, the interpretation I have of this is that when I look at Genesis and I see the creation of Adam and the creation of Eve, and then they had an offspring, and that offspring there was two offsprings, right? There was Cain and Abel. But Cain killed Abel, and he was the only offspring after those two. And the so- the way the story goes is that God casted him out of the garden and sent him into the land of Nod, in which you could call modern-day Iraq. That same similar area, because then 
through Genesis, that's where you get the, the history of, you know, Babylon and the Tower of Babel and Nimrod and all these other kings and the bloodlines. And what <laughs> stuck out to me is the bloodlines. And how I depict the Anunnaki is that they are the superior bloodline that wants to control this entire world. Like they are the ones that are controlling the entire world. Believe it, you know, at least in my opinion, uh, we can call them the Illuminati. We can call them all this other shit, but they are it's like, like that. Assassin's know. Creed. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Freemasons, right too, right? Yeah. You know, so, so I, and, and, and the similar, like I brought up before, I see the, the pagan is the pagan relationship that the Anunnaki uh, have with all the other pagan religions. And if Cain was sent out, he would start his own religion because he rebelled against God. So thus he would create his own sun, moon, and sun god. He would create his own, um, uh, you know, kind of like... Try to make himself not look like the asshole. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, he wants to run, and, and, and it reminds me, like, of the Book of Eli, like, where the, the, the bad guy in the movie in the Book of Eli wanted the Bible because he knew that it would govern and run the the small town that was you know rising out of the fall yep. you know what i'm saying yeah and you know it's just crazy shit you know and 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 i'd like to see the tablets my fucking self and and do the 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 history and and you know have like a you know a table up you know to show me what means what and go over it myself but i think like i don't know maybe maybe you, you, you know it could be the aliens that's why i'm a four and then you know it could be like what if the aliens are like these other entities that like we don't have like a physical relationship with but it's something that definitely influences mass amounts of people at least i don't know that's where I'm coming from. Oh, shit. That's why I'm a fool. Seems like you could. But, get, seems but, like you could go more in depth to this for about another I, hour. I, like no, literally, I, that you're yeah. blowing my mind right no, now. No, no, I, 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 I have done a lot of research into pagan religion. I took a class in college of world religion, and you can see the similarities. And if we're talking about something that's been going on for years and years and years, then logically you you're looking at it and you got to go all right where's the beginning of this and t it didn't click until you know we decided to go over this you know this this episode for this show and it was like kind of like mm. holy shit you know is this the beginning of all of these stories you know that have differences you know depending on whatever culture it is, you know, like that's where you can see the differences. Right. right. But then you could see like the similarities behind, like, I guess the, you know, the main aspects of, of whatever, you know, God's religion that they, that these civilizations believed in and stuff. But, yeah, Absolutely. So I, I want to tie yours and mine together real quick. Just oh, real quick. we're tying them. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you said um, 
Cain and Abel, they were they were tossed out of out of the garden. Um, yeah. If I remember correctly, this was one of the issues that I had growing up with, uh, like Adam and Eve being the first man, right? First man and woman. Um, and because if I remember correctly in the Bible, it says when they were kicked out, they were sent to live among the others. Right. That's all it says. And my question right. always was, if they're the first ones and their kids are three and four, who the fuck are the others? Right? Oh, yeah. 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 So, so since we, the Bible even says that there are others out there, that kind of ties into what I was saying, how the Anunnaki chose this whatever group of humans, tweaked them, and, like, they're, they're the winning horse now, mm-hmm. right? But the all the others are still out there and yeah. still exist. So, so what w- what got me to to just be interested in, in how the Genesis kind of breaks that up a little bit is someone brought it to my attention because I've always thought that like, you know, Eve ate an apple, right? And you know, she just had this epiphany of that or whatever that 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 she knew all this knowledge and good and evil, right, and all this stuff. But someone said something to me like, oh, it's metaphorical. Like, it meant that in the garden, there was God, and there was the tree of good, and the tree of knowledge. I'm sorry, there was the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and then there was the tree of life. And there's some people that say that the tree of life was Jesus, and like the son of God, and then that the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil was Satan. And that Adam and Eve, you know, had sex with Satan. Thus, this is why when Eve gave birth, she had twins. Hmm. But one was of Adam's seed and the other seed was of the devil. And that's why you had the war between Cain and Abel. And you had, you know, you had the difference in life, like, like views you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like today, you know, like where it's either two sides, pretty much. You have like of the aisle, you know what I'm saying, on how to, uh, you know, how how people view life, you know. Yeah. And it's, and it's like there was a war from then between between I guess of God and not of God. I don't know. It's just weird. There's so many. <laughs> there's weird. so many different interpretations. Of all of this, I know. of I know. all of this, I know. that's I'm so that's you know what. So I'm gonna go with my bananas now. I'm I. The first thing I want to say is I'm absolutely because we decided to look into this more. I've always known of the Anunnaki, heard about the Anunnaki, but never really looked into it. Now that I looked into it, I am baffled. I might actually. I, I'm drawn towards this more now, and it might ch- actually change my life in in a different way. Be- I'm not kidding because of the correlations that I find, the similarities. Everything's relative. The similarities I find of the Anunnaki and the ancient Anunnaki with all of the cultures in our world that we've known for the last you know several thousands years. They're, they're very similar. And it it just really makes me interested in looking into this more. 
But as far as do I believe the Anunnaki came here 450,000 years ago and created the human race, the, the creators, I'm like two bananas solid. Solid two bananas. Maybe two and a half bananas. But I'm, I'm, I'm completely blown away. Because Absolutely. of the creation story that of Genesis and the timeline, the ties, the ties and the timeline, the they all line up, they all match, they all line. It's not necessarily that they all match, but it's everything lines up pretty much. And in my opinion, this is one big telephone game, and it all has to do with time. And when you tell a story over time. You have to write it in stone for it to last. And that's the truth. And that's what they try to do. That's what the ancient Sumerians did. That's what the Egyptians did. That's what all these ancient cultures did. Um, you know, the Egyptians, of course, had papyrus and they had paper and stuff to write on. But they knew that wasn't going to last. They're smart. They knew it wasn't going to last. So they yeah. knew they had to write it in stone. So it must have been very important for them to write it in stone. So if the ancient cultures thought it was so important to write it in stone, and we interpret all of these cultures in almost the same way, then these stories correlate and they must be true in some sort of way, mostly in some sort of way. So that's why I'm two bananas. I really believe that the Anunnaki did come here and they did, um, they, they made the human race they genetically modified and created the human and we were created in my opinion as slaves to begin with and then they left because of a catalysm uh you know uh whatever yeah con <laughs> catalysm uh that's not the word Dude, <laughs> it, 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 uh, it made me think just a little quick uh quick minute here but uh the the asteroid wormwood that what if that is what people interpret as the planet nibiru but it's just an asteroid that kind of comes in and out of our i don't know i don't know if planet x is like an actual thing that they've truly discovered or whatever but the 12th planet is what they say right the 12th planet so i mean if we oh yeah if you want to if but then again, I was looking up. I couldn't find that they actually yeah, well, we, like. We still gotta find ten eleven though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We keep losing nine. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> keeps becoming a planet, not a planet. Right, Pluto. Uh, all right, now, dude. I had a lot of fun with this. this was a good one. This we gotta was, do uh, a no, We gotta do a number two. We gotta do a part two, two. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is too in depth. We gotta do a part two for this, for sure. Yeah. Louie, you got anything? Uh, no, I'm good. I've been sorry. I've been a little distracted. Oh man, he's years. going. Sorry, right, man. Trying. There's a fucking war. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been the other. Totally unrelated. The other day, I, I was looking up. I was going through something, and this theory. Someone like threw out a theory of something, and it was super short, but it fucking blew my mind. And I was trying to find it so that we could talk about it after uh, the show, but. I can't find it anywhere. So, all right, everybody. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. Um, if you haven't hit that share button, go ahead and hit that like and comment. It does help the show. 
Um, we'll uh, we'll have a little uh, post on um, our socials for our next episode and everything. Um, if you guys have any ideas, please share. We, uh, you can find our email on our socials um, and on our Buzzsprout. Uh, but we thank everyone for, again, tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Sir.